Hello, everyone. Welcome back to This Show is All About You, a show about all the ways in which you and me connect as we and what that means for all of us. I am your host, J.D.K. Winnikin. You can find out more about me at my website, which is wordsbyjdk.com, and on my social media feeds at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can just look up my last name, W-Y-N-E-K-E-N, and I should pop up right there, ready to hear from you, ready to chat, ready to exchange ideas. Uh, So welcome back to the show. This is episode number 34 for August 30th, 2021. And uh, the title of today's show is Networking is Life, and I'll explain uh, why that is. We're going to be talking about networking today, both in business and in life, and in so many other areas, as you'll find out when I introduce my special guest. But as always, I set the tone with a haiku every week, and so this is is how this is going to go. This is this week's haiku. The more set of hands, the wider the net becomes that holds us aloft. The more sets of hands, the wider the net becomes that holds us aloft. And uh, (laughs) and my guest, uh, who is a fellow writer and wordsmith and uh, networking whiz, I have to say, uh, is I think you're nodding approvingly. I'm all those things. All those things. Yes, she's nodding approvingly. Uh, My guest is uh, Jenny Butts, uh, director of sales and marketing U.S. for Business Networking International, or as we will call it all day today, BNI. So, uh, Jenny, thanks for coming in today. How are you? I'm doing okay. This is an extreme pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited to have you. Uh, we've we've got a we've got a fun background too, though. We'll get to talk a little bit about this, seeing as we know each other, met, became friends because of networking. Yeah, really, for sure. In essence, and 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 uh, before we jump into that, just a, a quick reminder and thank you to uh, the sponsor of the show, Airway Science, which is a uh, Portland-based nonprofit that helps underserved youth find uh, career and life pathways in aviation and aerospace. And they're entering their 30th year next year and have had their most successful year ever. In 2019, uh, they served uh, about 75 kids. And then, of course, in the midst of COVID, things got really challenging. And this year, though, so far, they just passed their 1,000 kids served mark. Right. And a number of people have asked, how did that happen? particularly in COVID, right? Working with kids and connecting with with them has been really difficult. And what I can tell you uh, is, and Jenny will love this, it's because of networking. That is. It's because of networking. And so you were the perfect person to bring in to talk about this today because uh, BNI is is an important part of airway sciences life. And I thought it would be really great to talk about not only what BNI does, but what networking is like and can be for all of us. So First of all, tell everybody who, you know, tell us, tell us a bit about you before we yeah. dive in. Hello, listeners, to J.D. Winnegan. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, yes, I am an educator background. We have that in common. Yes, we right? do. And that's how we met. We met working for Pacific Learning Academy. So we were both educators and then rose through the ranks to do other things mm-hmm. for PLA. Right. And that's where I was first introduced to networking at all because as a high school teacher, all the networking I had to do, all the marketing I had to do was say, you should take French instead of Spanish. Right. Come on, fill my classes. <laughs> right. I, mine was always, I'll, I'll go to history classes and avoid math. Right. 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 So I was like, mm-hmm. come on, kids. That was my marketing. Um, but then working for a company that needed to network to find clients and to work with the high schools, I started seeing more parts of business and how important it is not so much even to have the right skills because there are so many 
podcasts and conferences and books and blogs that you can read to learn the how-tos, but it's the who you know part that I saw really was powerful. And so as I started networking as a BNI member, um, I started my own business. Mm -hmm. So then I was able to start a business with the people in that chapter, in that group of people. They were so encouraging, so positive, and so competent at what they did that they said, well, this side hustle of yours, you could actually start a business. I was like, no, I can't. But I did. So then I was a professional speaker and an MC. I did some auctioneering. I wrote a book and loved it so much. I even only had a business because the people in the group were helping me to make connections. Um, and then this position came available to be the, a director on the team in BNI in the Northwest. And that morphed through COVID into the sales and marketing position for the U.S., so now I still get to educate. That's what I love. I get to educate adults on how important marketing is for your business through relationships. Mm -hmm. Because I think people are built that way. We're wired to want relationships and there's more trust in business. And so I love that I still get to educate people, but it's just, a, it's not French grammar. It's networking. It's so much better in that sense. Yeah, and, and just for, for listeners, that whole sequence that Jenny just described, that happened to you in just a few years. Oh, yes. And and old. I'm old. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it happened to me right out of college. Right. I was in my 50s when all this happened. And so in that amount, that small amount of time, mm -hmm. networking took you to a yeah. national director level yeah. position for a national totally. international uh, organization. Yeah, because it was somebody who said, I went to an information meeting and I was like, let's just see if I can do one more little step in leadership. And... The person who was having the meeting said, well, let's have coffee and talk about this. And I was like, yeah, great. Let's do it. And he said, well, your name has come up several times by different people. So it had to have been the people I knew Correct. who said, I think she would be a good person for this. I think she'd be suited for it. it and it's amazing how powerful that is. Yes. And Airway Science has seen that. I've seen that in my own life, uh, in my own endeavors, in working on my own book and trying yeah. to get that out there. The people that in this particular chapter that you and I had in common here in the Puget Sound, they're the people who become your biggest advocates, your biggest fans. They're the ones with the creative ideas. To, yeah. to me, the, the great gift of networking, well, one of them, is there's so many things that I don't know that I don't know right. that somebody else does. <laughs> and you know, the ideas that come from that are so much more than I would ever be able to develop on my own, despite all the things you mentioned, all the YouTube videos, right. all the tutorials, all the, the blogs, that type of thing. It's interesting that in this period of, of everything is digital and everything's Zoom and all of that, we are coming back to the fundamental core part of human dynamics yeah. when it comes to this. In, and certainly in business, you've seen that. And um, so networking for me, though, I'm wondering what you think of this. I was th thinking about trying to define what it is. Mm. It's beyond just connecting with people. Mm -hmm. it's, beyond, it's beyond just, oh, okay, I get along with this person. It seems to me that networking is the process of, yeah, you build those relationships, but then you are advocating for each other on the basis of that. That mm -hmm. seems like a step further sometimes than what people really think about when it comes to, to business or even to relationships where you're really advocating and helping and actively right. seeking things for other people. What do you right. think of that definition? I, I definitely think that's a, a huge element of it. And I also think part of that is that we're helping build trust on behalf of other people. Mm -hmm. So if I'm um, looking through a list of roofers 
I don't know who's a, a decent roofer. But if you tell me you have to call so-and-so, I immediately trust that person because I trust you. So you're advocating for that roofer. You're also building trust before he even meets me. And I think making those stronger connections rather than just, here's a number. Mm-hmm. L- let me put you forward, if that's what you mean by advocate. I think yeah. that's a huge part of it. Yeah, for sure. and and certainly, yeah, that personal, that personal mm-hmm. connection as well. It's something that, again, coming from education, mm-hmm. I never thought about. Right. right. I never thought about the, the most I needed to have somebody help me with was where do I buy the supplies that I need? Right. Right. Which is right. pretty much any major department store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but for me, the the power of it has also been um, seeing how it cascades then over into everything else we do. Right. right. And you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this in the lead up to the show about how this isn't because it's about relationship building. This is an innate part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And it kind of runs against the cynicism that we hear usually when what you just said, that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. We tend to get so cynical about that, right? Yeah. You got to know the right people and, and that type of thing. But what I love about your approach is that it's instead of that, it's always been so positive. And mm-hmm. I know that, that that runs through everything you do. How's that, that positivity for mm-hmm. you? You've experienced it. It's not something you're making up. Mm-hmm. So... How's that been for you? Like, what's it done for you in that sense? Well, I like to attribute my years on the pom-pom squad in high school. And I was trained to smile no matter how I felt. (laughs) So even now, 30, 40 plus years later, my husband will say in every single picture, you have the exact same smile. I'm like, it's the only one I've ever needed for public. So I really do think that plays into it a little bit is, um, you know, I grew up, um, being larger than life in some of my circumstances, but I I knew that there was a dark side to that, that I could bring down a room. Mm. And so I've, as I get older, I'm trying to be very intentional about the mood I set. I want to light up a room when I come in, not when I leave. And so that takes work. That's a good life philosophy. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I didn't make that up. So please don't anybody credit me with it. Um, but I'm, but I'm becoming increasingly intentional as I get older to be sure um, that I'm going to find the plus side. And you know, having worked with college students and high school students, they often see the dark side first. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, come on, let's let's because if I'm going to get any work out of you, mm-hmm. it has to be a good thing. And I always found classroom management was far more effective for me to be lighthearted and optimistic and positive because then all you'd have to do is say, no, I'm serious. Right. And then it was, you know, then they were like, oh man, we are in trouble. Right. <laughs> right. Cause that's a far more pleasant environment to be in. I don't want to be with crabby people. I don't want to be a crabby person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that took me a while to pick up on that. When I was in education, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed lecturing and teaching, but I, you know, my specialties are the Nazis and the Holocaust and, <laughs> It's it, it's really hard to keep that cheerful, right? Yes. And so I kind of you know for a long time I just kind of I just kind of downshifted into just blow their hair back with <laughs> with these things, right? Mm-hmm. And get really intense about it. Um, for me, what I ended up having to open up to, and I think what be- helped me become a better teacher, was having the answer to a question a kid asked me one time, which was, "How do you study this all day without getting depressed?" And I didn't have an answer for the longest time. And then I what I what, but what got me through that question. And actually changed me as a teacher. And I think moving into what, you know, what we're talking about today in networking 
was in those instances of the worst of human behavior, there's also many examples mm. as a response in the best right. of human behavior. Right. Right. And so for me, that interest in that dynamic, that, that wide range was what really drove it. And in, and certainly, you know, we've, I've talked about on this show all the time, there's plenty of things to pick up on in the world, in our own lives that can be dark. But making that choice mm-hmm. of looking at possibility and positivity, I think is really what, I mean, that's when networking really mm. exists, right? It really works because then we're actually going to be more willing to connect and reach out yeah. and advocate. Yeah, because you're drawn to it. Mm-hmm. If, if you've been to chambers of commerce or after hours events with a business and it's networking, there are always going to be people who complain. Mm-hmm. I don't want to remember them. I want to remember somebody who tells me a funny story or tells me a funny joke. That's the whole reason I started my podcast, Networking is No Joke. Mm-hmm. Check us out at networkingisnojoke.com. There you go. Um, because we <laughs> thought in the worst and most awkward networking situations, it's nice to break the ice with something positive. Even if it's saying, hey, do you want to hear a terrible joke? <laughs> I just heard one yesterday. But then everybody laughs. It releases the endorphins. We're in a much more pleasant place. And if somebody sticks out to me as a positive person, I'm far more likely to get in touch with them to do business Mm -hmm. than if I'm rolling my eyes because somebody's so negative and they suck the air out of the room. Right. So it it is good for business to be positive. It's why it's one of the seven core values for Mm B&I is a positive attitude Mm -hmm. because it will drag a room down. It will drag your business down. And the opposite can be exponentially more beneficial. Absolutely. And what's interesting is I listen to you say that again, kind of the, the popular view in business is that it's supposed to be super cutthroat, right? It's yeah. you against your you against the competition. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, the higher we get up into the big corporate game, there's a lot more of that. But we're talking about with BNI a lot of smaller businesses right. or growing businesses where you don't if you're worrying about that, you're probably not going to be creating a really welcoming environment for mm-hmm. your customers, never you know, by being so cutthroat in your competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to me, I love that. That's one of the things I think has resonated for me. I learned everything I've, I know about business in BNI. I knew nothing. Yeah, me too. Nothing coming in. And I feel like I know so much more now than I could have got even from those tutorials. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, just because I've, I've spent time talking with people who've been doing business for years. Right. right? In, in just the, the chapter that I'm a part of alone, I stopped adding up the amount of business experience years. I stopped mm-hmm. adding it 300 years. You know, wow. because that's that's more than enough. Yeah, that right? is more than enough. <laughs> that's more than enough, right, from from a historical perspective. And so, and then I look for, you know, I, when I look at what airway science has gotten out of it, so many relationships that have mm-hmm. led to massively important connections. And for mm-hmm. a nonprofit, being able to connect with businesses yes, is huge. huge. Yeah. Is huge. And, and And then for the students that airway science works with. There's such an important part of the component that I guess maybe even without saying it is helping kids learn how to network themselves, mm-hmm. which is interpersonal communication. So important. And all of that. And it's just interesting. I think a lot of people wouldn't think you could learn that from a business right. point of view. You would have to learn it from the liberal arts or mm-hmm. something, quote unquote, softer. Right. Well, and it is networking, I think, is one of those soft skills that goes effortlessly into our personal lives. Because um, I have a friend who knows everybody. I said, Colleen Volk, 
on here. You know her. I know her. You know her. Everybody in our area knows Colleen <laughs> Volk. Uh, but if I need somebody to reupholster a chair, I'm, I called Colleen. And that actually happened. Um, you know, if I want to know who, obviously any kind of a business thing, but who's a good person to help me with this? Um, and I remember when our son was diagnosed with cancer when he was eight, the, the while we were in the hospital the first week, this army of friends who are my network mm-hmm. came to our house while we were gone. Nobody asked about it. They just came in and cl- deep cleaned our whole house. Every Lego went through bleach water. Every stuffed animal went through the wash. All the beds got new. Everything got cleaned because she just said, that's what we need to do because your son has a compromised immune system. That's a huge part of a network. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to give anybody business, but it's, it, it is... It is what your haiku described. Right. And it, that was hugely important for your son. Totally. As I, right. It's one of the main reasons why he was able to get better. Yeah. And I, I couldn't have, I wasn't concentrating on the house. It was right. a super important thing, but I was at the hospital mm-hmm. learning everything I didn't learn in biology about blood cells. Right. And he's fine, by the way. He's married. He's 25. He's very healthy. Yes, I know you. sometimes people wonder about that. <laughs> he's fine. Well, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's that's sometimes, you know, if, if people aren't as familiar who are listening with business or anything like that, where where it does really resonate is when we think about when the chips are really down. Yes. You know, and, and you brought you bringing up your son brought up a story for me. My today is the seventh anniversary of the very sudden death of one of my closest friends. And it was uh, very much out of the blue. Uh, I had not been connected with him in a little while. It was one of those friendships where you just pick up where you leave mm-hmm. off and you don't really worry about it. I mean, rock solid in that sense. But it was so sudden that um, his widow, I mean, just she was on her own all of a sudden and had this network of people, mm-hmm. myself and several others included, who ended up just swooping in yeah. from all cor- you know various corners of the country down to Arizona to get a memorial service planned. And he was a school teacher and Hundreds of people showed up for yeah. his memorial. We, but we we planned that out. We we had the order of it. We we made sure that everybody was in their proper spots. Where are we going afterwards? All those things to lead that transition mm-hmm. through. And uh, it was one of the first big. It was one of the first big losses like that for me in my life, mm-hmm. where I'd had a, a close friend die suddenly. So the power of what it means to have a network of people. That was one of the first times it was really super evident to me, even though I don't think at the time I would have called it right. a network. Right. Um, but it is. And and certainly from that network, she has been able to really grow exponentially yeah. in her own life in the years since because of the networks that she has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so when, when we're talking about this, it isn't, this, we're not coming out of right, you know, left field here with, with totally. this. We're talking about folding in what is the best of our human connectability and needs and what makes us feel most human mm-hmm. into business so that we can be successful. And of course, for you and for anybody in business, it's not just about being successful in business. It's to be more successful in life. Yes. And you, I'm guessing, didn't build that relationship in the last minute with her. No. You had built it over years. And mm-hmm. the same was true when Charlie got sick. I had spent lots of time talking about nothing and doing small favors and going for walks and building those relationships. And what we have found with a lot of our BNI chapters is the networks and the relationships that people built for their businesses before the pandemic changed their business and changed the economy yeah. were the relationships that kept them thriving through the changes. Mm-hmm. Because 
the people who didn't have a network also didn't have a business very quickly. Yeah. And so I think there's a there's a sense in which there's a rhythm. Uh, you know, the the trees go dormant in the winter and they rest and they rebuild and then they come out in the spring. Children grow at night because mm-hmm. their bodies are busy in the daytime. There's a time when we build and then there's a time when we have to expend our energy. And I think when we are intentional about networking as a best practice in our business mm-hmm. and in our lives, then when the crisis comes, because it's not if, it's when it's the when. crisis hits, mm-hmm. whether it's personal or professional, then you have something solid around you and you don't lose your way. And even if you hit rock bottom, you don't hit there by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you get resources for your business. You have moral support. You have encouragement. You have all the things that you need because you built it while things were peaceful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, again, the things you don't know you didn't know suddenly mm-hmm. can come to bear when somebody can reach out. And I've, I've experienced this with me um, and with Airway Science, somebody has this idea where you just go, oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. But because you already have that longstanding connected relationship, networking and mutual trust, it really does help. And we, and, and in the chapter that I'm a part of, we actually saw that in COVID. Several, right. several members survived that horrible onslaught of like that first nine months or so because of how the or, the chapter showed up and gave different ideas and right. still, you know, funnel business their way as best they could and, and that type of thing. And um, so, I mean, it for small businesses, and we've heard about the small business crisis, you know, because of COVID across yeah. the country, you know, the big companies are going to weather those things for the most mm-hmm. part. It's the small ones mm-hmm. that have the hard time. I think you're right. I th- it'd be really interesting to see, I'm not sure how you'd be able to do this, but to see of the ones, how many of them failed, didn't have a network that right. they were working Right. You know. Yeah, because we only hear the, the positive side of that, which is I know I only survived because I have a network. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we and we know that we had people who had to change their businesses or they were part of something bigger and they got downsized. Wasn't their choice. Mm-hmm. But for the solopreneurs who are still doing well, and these are the ones I've talked to who are in a BNI chapter, they are often BNI members who have been in their network for years. Right. And so they could say, oh, you're a massage therapist. You can't, the government is saying you cannot see people right now. Mm-hmm. And so then they would have a group of 20, 30, 40 people saying, then we will all buy gift certificates for you for right now. Mm-hmm. We will all book a year from now. We will do your bookkeeping for free. Like mm-hmm. all of these people coming around because of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And those, and those stories, I wish so many of them got told more than the mm-hmm. ones that we hear the most. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it's. Unfortunately, we still live in the era of, of if, if it bleeds, it leads, yeah. you know, literally and figuratively. And yeah. there's there's so many of those individual stories in, in all those different chapters and in sp- between small businesses. I think that if people heard them and knew them, would probably be a lot more optimistic about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about the human experience and, yeah. and human potential. Yeah, yeah. it just I, I, when we got back from some long road trip recently in the car, I remember pulling in the driveway and, you, okay, there you go. Well, another car that got home safely. You don't hear about those. You hear about the crashes uh-huh. and you hear about the late flights mm-hmm. or the delayed flights, you know, all these mm-hmm. different things. But but if we turn it around and go, look at all the businesses that still exist. Yes. Look at all of the relationships that are stronger now. Mm-hmm. That's far more gratifying to think about. It is. And, and that's where we have more choice than I think we think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can yeah. certainly focus on those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, well, it gets me, yeah, it gets me, uh, 
really fired up to talk about so many things that we obviously don't have enough time to cover today. Oh, I knew so, that. So I, had, I have an idea. Okay. You want to come on next week? Let's do it again. Okay, because I would love to talk to you about this as far as um, education. Like, we both have that background. Mm-hmm. Airway Science does this. Helping kids learn how to do this as part of their growth be a part of that. And of course, we haven't addressed questions like diversity or any of those things that we I know we would like to to talk about. So in the in the one minute or so we have left, I haven't given you a chance to say who BNI is and what they do and how big they are and where people can find out more about them if they want to network for themselves. So good thing I'm a wordsmith. I can do it less than a minute. Good thing. I bet you can. Uh, Yes, you can go to BNI.com. So easy. It's been around for 36 years. So we got a URL that's only three letters, bni.com. It will, from there, you can look at any chapter in the world. And since a lot of them on Zoom, you can just visit. There's no charge. There's no obligation to visit and just see how this system works to facilitate the kinds of introductions and relationships that help build businesses. Mm -hmm. So bni.com, if you want to be more specific, bniusa.com. Okay. So you can find American chapters. Okay. Um, and then you can start making some introductions and see what groups, what individual industries are represented in each group, mm-hmm. how it works. Just check out the website, BNIUSA.com. And how many chapters are there now worldwide? I don't know how many chapters, maybe I think 10,000. We have 70 countries and about 270,000 members. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the numbers I was looking for. Yeah. Because that just shows people this is a big entity. This yes. Is a- yeah, this is, uh, and it's a big network. Yeah. <laughs> giant network. Yeah, yeah. So That's if you great. do something like web design and you can do business all over the world, then have at it. Or if you're a very, very local brick and mortar place, then you can find a local network, but you have global connections. Well, that's, that's great. Like that's perfect. Say. All right. Well, then we're going to continue this next okay. week. So thanks, Jenny, for coming in. Thanks in advance for coming in next week. Thanks to all of you out there listening to this episode of This Show is All About You. I am your host, J.D.K. Winnikin. Until next week with Jenny Butts. Chins up, everyone.